Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, Giants, Rangers, and Rutgers, and I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about Rutgers' historic win over number 13 Michigan State. Let's go ahead and get started. On Saturday, Rutgers basketball continued what has become a confounding season by playing what I think might be the best game I've seen them play under Steve Peichel. Rutgers crushed Michigan State 84-63 to at the rack on Saturday. Michigan State is number 13 in the country. They're number two in the Big Ten, and they're just an all-around great team. Uh, the Spartans were 17-4 and overall and 8-2 and in the Big Ten before the game against Rutgers. This was a wire-to-wire beating by Rutgers, a game in which Rutgers never trailed and a game in which Rutgers actually started the game well. It's really hard to remember the last time they actually did that prior to Saturday. Rutgers beat Michigan State in every facet of the game as well. It was a dominant win. Rutgers shot 62% from the field. They out-rebounded the Spartans. They shot 45% from three-point land. Rutgers was dominant on defense. They made way more free throws than Michigan State, which is astounding to say. And it's a minor miracle if you ever watch this team because Rutgers doesn't shoot a lot of free throws and they don't make a lot of free throws. So it was astounding. It was really a flat-out ass-kicking, really in every sense. And one, one of the more deserving wins Rutgers has had in years. Paul Mulcahy was absolutely dominant again. Absolutely brilliant. For the second game in a row, Mulcahy was the best player on the court on either team by a wide margin. Mulcahy continues to make magical passes, play great defense, and make outstanding shots from all over the court. He had 15 points on 6 of 9 shooting. He had 12 assists, 12 for them. You know, many of them were, were brilliant. These assists, I mean, just out of nowhere, incredible. He had four rebounds. He had a steal. Mulcahy is now in complete control of this offense. He's playing with more confidence and guile, and he makes every single one of his teammates better. He draws two and three defenders when he drives now because he's been so money completing these drives. He's completing no look behind the back passes now for wide open looks. He had another tremendous game on Saturday, so much so that the crowd was chanting MVP, MVP, as he brought the ball up at the end of the game. And I have never seen that in all the years that I've watched Rutgers basketball. That is how good a performance it was. Uh, this is game is another in a line of improbable wins for Rutgers this year to go along with lots of improbable losses. I mean, this is as good a win as we're likely to see this year for Rutgers. And you add to that the win over number one in the country, Purdue, a month ago, the first ever win in our history over Michigan this year, a huge win over a ranked Purdue team where Rutgers dominated defensively, held Purdue to half of their yearly offensive point output. And also Rutgers had a very good win over Clemson. There's some serious highlights to the team this year. On the other side, you have awful losses to a poor Seven-man Minnesota team. They lost to a terrible Nebraska team. They lost to Lafayette, DePaul, and UMass. And this makes for a confounding team. I mean, simultaneously capable of losing to terrible teams and beating the very best teams. It's amazing. Back to the game, though. Um, Amorye played well yet again. He had another 17 points. Amorye continues to provide consistent, reliable offense, reliable defense, 
and he continues to avoid foul trouble, which for Rutgers centers is a minor miracle. Uh, and he's only going to continue to improve, too. He has three more years available, too, which is great. And he's one of the few players Rutgers can count on each and every night. Uh, Geo Baker had a better game. Uh, he hit a few early shots to kind of set the tone for Rutgers early. Ron Harper wasn't horrible this game, which is great. He chipped in with a little bit less selfish game than the game before and a little bit harder working effort on the defensive side, I would say. He did get in, of course, his one offensive foul. Uh, it seems like Harper averages one to three offensive fouls per game. I mean, I've never seen someone commit so many damn offensive fouls. Seriously, I think he tries for it sometimes. They're so flagrant. It's just ridiculous to watch. Uh, Dean Reber, a.k.a. Mr. Double Secret Probation, Dean Reber, he had a good game again as well. Reber had 12 points. He had two three-pointers. One just set the roof off the rack. He played very good defense. He made some great passes. Uh, Reber looks like he's ready to break out, and this is a great thing for Rutgers. Uh, they have some true depth at center now. With Amorier playing as well as he is and Reber backing him up, it's not a bad one-two punch at center there, and if Reber keeps going, it's going to be good times for Rutgers. I will credit Coach Beichel, too, for the team's better start since I've been killing him over the last five or six games for Rutgers' terrible starts. But you know what? It's about friggin' time, Steve. I'll leave it at that. Just glad they got off to a good start this time. Uh, this Rutgers basketball team really just continues to surprise. They'll need lots more good surprises in the month ahead if you've seen their schedule, if they're going to have any hope of making the NCAA tournament this year. But, hey, it has been a year of surprises for this team. And I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports Podcasts. Please tell your friends all about it and subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back soon with some more sports stuff. Thanks and good day.